Welcome back to Conversations with Gabriel. I'm Richard Sachs from Lost Arts Radio. And this is our ongoing series that we're still being able to do every more or less every Tuesday. And it's really important. Dr. Cousins has offered to give us his insights on not only medical things and health issues and spiritual issues, but also world events. And today we're going to be looking at the situation in the world, um, the elements of it that are most important to be aware of, not to be negative, but to know what to be has to be fixed. It's good to be aware of the problem and not oblivious like the uh, mainstream media and the power structure wants us to be. So we're going to go into some of the important things that are happening around the world and then look at what is necessary to avoid the destruction that our rulers want to carry out at the moment. Um, there's a lot to talk about, so we'll just hit the high points, but uh, it's going to be a fast-moving, interesting show, so I'll turn it over to Dr. Cousins, and welcome back, Dr. Cousins. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's always my joy, Richard. It's, it's fun to talk and play with you here. So what I like to do is start with a little bit of uh, dance, spiritual dancing, so we can kind of get ourselves centered in things. In 1802, in the Ukraine-Russian area, um, the very famous teacher rabbi, actually, Rabbi Nachman, people came to us and said, we don't know what to do. I mean, what the Tsar is doing is so bizarre and so difficult. We just don't even know where to begin without a cope. And his answer was, let's dance and bring spiritual joy because that's what helps us kind of wake up and remember what life is about. So we're going to start with a dance for three minutes and then a little bit of meditation because that further empowers us to kind of remember the truth of things, which is very hard to do in this world. It's almost like, the events are trying to make us forget the deeper truth and through that, the deeper understanding. So let's do a little bit of dancing for three minutes, and I hope everybody dances. And here we go. Okay.
now we're just going to go into meditation and I'm going to give you a little meditation technique and if you have your own that's fine so we do yod on the in breath hey on the out breath wa on the in breath hey on the out breath yod from the base to the heart hey out to the heart wa from the base to the third eye and then Hey, out through the heart. And you just do that with your breath till your mind's quiet. And then you're in meditation, you let go of the mantra. That's real easy. Now, the other part is uh, I've been empowered by my spiritual teachers and to awaken the spiritual energy. Okay? And not that I do, but the energy comes through me and my soul touches your soul. And if you're ready, the energy wakes up. In the east, it's called Kundalini. In the west, the Rahakadesh, by the sacred feminine, the Shakira. Here we go. So just focus on the energy from my eyes.
people's minds and you know, what I mean by that is that, that a lot of people are feeling kind of attacked from every angle and there's a truth to it if you're at that a certain level of perception but I'm going to go over it um, you know you have the, the bioweapon injection and you know, if you sum all the data, you can make two simple statements. Those who got injected, particularly more than once, are have a higher percentage of dying, particularly with the myocarditis, and having immune system collapse, and being more vulnerable to other diseases as they come by. Uh, so that is a very clear evidence that the people who receive the shots have much more sickness and death than the people who didn't. Okay. So that's, that's enough of an annoyance for people. And, and we are looking at in the next few years um, uh, progressive immune system failure. So, okay. Then we have food collapse. You know, and uh, I've heard that there's maybe just 10 weeks of food supply for the whole world. And it's like, what's the problem? I mean, we're the world could be really abundant. and uh, But we know in the United States they made a very, very deliberate effort to break down the whole food supply chain and having farmers kill, you know, destroy their crops, kill their animals. It's like, wow, okay, it's very deliberate. And that's a, a real, uh, obviously, a real concern. Now, where I live here in Israel, it's, things are much more local. And so I'm not, at this moment, choosing to grow my own food like we did when we lived in Patagonia, Arizona, where we had our own farm and our own greenhouses and so forth, because there are people growing very good organic food that I can get fresh every day, and uh, are committed to doing that, but it's very local. So there is what I'm going to call kind of a, I mean, you buy the food, but the point is that there's a community cooperation. Like this person uh, who does it um, makes it just available to this immediate area. He could do much more. But there's a, so we have abundant organic food and, and uh, uh, because there isn't a chain, there's a locality, okay, and that's important. There's a class of law and order, and, and, and where the class is most blatant 
is with election fraud and almost every level of, of, of corruption with all the different levels of uh, government, people in the, the government. And that breakdown also is uh, in the judicial, congressional, senatorial, as well as presidential, in the presidential sun. So we have an energy collapse. And all these are very deliberate. <clears throat> these are not by accident. Um, now people say, well, they're trying to bring green energy. Well, I've lived off the grid since the 70s, in 1776. 19, 1976, uh, for years, and you can, you can do it, but you've got to prepare. One of the key things that we're talking about is batteries. You can store energy from solar, you store energy from wind, uh, and if you drive your car uh, and you put a, a generator system in these big, so we have these big 300 watt batteries, huge, and they would charge up by the car and would plug our house into it. So we can do that, but um, the way they're doing it, you can't jump to green energy without the infrastructure. So energy collapse, people aren't so prepared for it, okay? Basically, there's a collapse in the culture. People have trouble with gender identities. And, and it's true, uh, that, but it isn't true. Uh, gender identity issues have been there all along. We know that uh, 88% of the women who uh, identify as the opposite sex or have general confusion, gender confusion, clears by the time they finish their teens and uh, early 20s and 98% of the men. So gender confusion is something that does happen. It's always happened. But with the proper support, people and the hormones kicking in without messing with the hormones, which is really bad, a balance happens. And I will say that uh, one of the things about hormones is that, that the research shows it lowers your IQ. Uh, it's not talked about very much, but it lowers your IQ. And it affects your thinking processes. So we have that kind of consideration in the picture. And then we have the fertilizer collapse. Okay, and all these are plans, a currency collapse. You know, other people are advising gold and silver as they don't exactly collapse, they have value. There's weather, proven weather manipulations, harp. And in a sense, there's a loss of basic wisdom and logic. We add all these things up, okay? You know, the, the bioweapon shots, the economic collapse, the food collapse, the collapse of law and order, energy collapse, culture collapse, fertilizer collapse, 
currency collapse, money manipulation, loss of wisdom and basic logic, it gets pretty crazy. And um, what I've noticed is a lot of people, even for experiencing a few of these, not 10 of them, are feeling very confused and uh, kind of lost. But the good news, you can do things because they're, you know, they're, they're, for whatever their lack of respect is, I'm talking about the globalists in, in, in general, we can look around and say, well, we can still refuse to get vaccinated. Yeah, there are penalties. They're going to try and do that. Mark of the beast, I don't think they'll succeed. But they're going to try. It's going to be pretty inconvenient unless you have created a, a more independent network for yourself for, for, for energy and, and for uh, and for food at least. Okay, so you store food, you store seeds, you know, uh, uh, you learn how to survive without energy that's pumped into you some way. Um, being aware of the situation. So what what What's the real solution, however? There's only God. That's a real solution. There's only God. Now, in the Eastern tradition, we say that uh, the earth is the guru. Life is the guru. What we call guru tattva. Okay? And if you look at all this, and you look at the, what I'm going to call the culture collapse, but also law and order, Everywhere you look around the world, not just the United States, people are lying and cheating and deceiving. And now, let's take it to a different angle. The world is the guru, Guru which means you get that there's nothing real going on in the world, and it's all a lie, because that's what's going on. Then it helps you wake up spiritually. Because the primary way that you're able to in essence survive is to understand the truth lies within you as you. That God has placed the light in our heart and our work then is to release the light from our hearts release the wisdom from our hearts so that we can truly wake up and this is a push for us to wake up. It's the, you know, the uh, night before the light of day. You know, if we understand the bigger picture, that we're in a process of waking up, not so comfortably, but waking up, it's very positive. And everyone then becomes a light to the nations. First a light to themselves, and then a light to the nations. So that's the overall good news in the situation is once you understand that, you become self-sufficient knowing that the light of God dwells within you as you, and we are graced with non-causal love, no cause from the outside, non-causal peace, non-causal oneness, 
non-causal compassion. It's our nature. And because it's our nature, it allows us to return to it. When we see that what's happening in the outer world is so out of touch with any level of reality, it forces us, if we choose to go in, or we can go into depression, sadness, anxiety, and so forth, which is also part of uh, uh, so we have choices. The beauty is we actually do have choices. And for me, the best way to survive is to experience the light of the divine, light of divine light within yourself, the, the light of God within yourself, and then begin to connect to the light of God and those people around you and build your small communities that can work together to get through these difficult times we will get through maybe another year or two I'm not trying to fortune tell here but I'm saying there there may be less uh, time that the bulbous are going to be in the illusion of control so the more we turn to God, the more the light shines and we're able to get through it. But you also have to be grounded in, in um, I don't want to say survival, because it's, it's not survival. It's how to live abundantly no matter what's going on. So may everyone be blessed with that. Now I'll invite Richard to come into the room a little bit and talk also. If you want. Yeah, there's a few things to talk about for sure. It's a good summary. And it's it's true. I mean, we're in a really unique time as far as known history is concerned. And I think this is the first time that we know of that the, the cartel or the group that's been building up this idea of controlling and exterminating life has gotten to this point because now it's not that they didn't want to before, but now they have the organization and the technology. And so we've got more of an immediate challenge and that there's a sense of urgency because they're doing things on a global basis that they couldn't do before. So we, many of us have this intuitive knowing that light wins in the end in different ways and the the end becomes the beginning of reality. But for the moment, when you become really more aware, start waking up yourself, one of the side effects of that is you start having what's called compassion and you can feel people all over the world, you know, in really bad conditions. Not, Not just externally, but their experience of emotional suffering, which is much more important. I mean, that can apply to very rich people, too. A lot of real rich people end up killing themselves, and they have a lot of emotional stress. So when you start feeling the magnitude of that around the world, yeah, you want to take care of yourself, and that should be first. But at the same time, who do you want to leave behind once you realize they're all us in other forms? Nobody. So we, we need to step up from theory to demonstrated practice, not on a small scale, but on the real scale that it's possible. So that's 
really what I'm interested in at this point. And cooperate, you know, working together. Right. You know, uh, you don't have to have a huge organization, but people, a few people working together uh, makes a difference. Yeah. It does something else because their push is to keep people separate, locked down in their homes. Lockdowns don't work. They never worked throughout history, but they work psychologically to damage you. They increase suicide and misery and fear right. and separation. So our counterpoint is no, let's not be separated. Let's work together. Right. And one of the elements that makes that possible is get rid of this little um, impediment. I think they call it fear. Right? So that should be eliminated. Right. What's the best way to do that? Well, is to know that the only fear is, is fear itself. But when you know that you're with the divine and you're at one, then there's nothing to fear. Right. There's no death for the self. When you know there's no death for the self, there's nothing to fear. When uh, when that was said by the president, the only thing to fear is fear itself. It kind of rhymes and sounds neat, but you shouldn't really have to fear anything, including fear. Well, you don't, and that's the point I'm making. If you know the soul is immortal, I mean, what's the big fear? The big fear for many people is they're going to die. Their mortal body will die. Yeah, that's one reason they don't want to become conscious, because they intuitively feel like, if I become aware of this situation, I'm going to realize it's really hopeless and terrible, because everything ends in tragedy and death. Right, but when you know you're immortal, your soul is immortal, there is no death for the soul. That's what I write in my book, into the nothing, that was a big realization. There's no death for the soul. It's immortal. Then there's nothing to fear. You need common sense. You don't walk out in front of cars and so forth. But that's prudence. That's not fear. Right. So one of the big requirements then is to go from saying, okay, I believe there's no death. That doesn't get rid of fear and, you know, the limited perspective. You have to experience that there's no death. Then you know that. Right. And that's, you know, in my, in my book, Into the Nothing, that's what I basically did is, is that uh, I, in 1943, there was no cure for diabetes, uh, for tuberculosis. I had TB, which is basically you know, high likely of dying. My mother said, we're not sending him to a sanitarium. We're going to take care of him. And I obviously lived. And, but I always had this question, what is a mystery? What's the story about death? Nobody can tell me that. People died or around me from different reasons. And then through meditation, I had the direct experience, there's no death for the self. The soul is immortal. The body can die, but the soul is immortal. So we continue in the evolutionary process. And when I had that direct experience at the age of 33, um, there was no fear after that. 
Right. So did you take it, did you start wondering, look, this experience was really pivotal in my life, right? This is this made the difference between believing that there's no death to knowing that. And, right. And that's a really critical dif- difference because a lot yeah, of people yeah. don't know how to do that. So they say, I know it, I know it. I'm just determined to know it. That's different than going through the experience. And then right. it doesn't take any effort. And work it. I mean, I was meditating. I was involved in spiritual work at that time, where I, you know, but I was seeking this question. I really had that question. So when it came to me as a direct experience, there's no death for the self. That was it. There's no fear. So what should come to you then, among other things, is okay. This is really important. Everybody needs it. How do I help everybody else to have this kind of experience? Right, and that's why I teach meditation. That's right. why I do, you know, the six foundations and seven full pace is to give people the foundation where they they have their inner strength, and they they so they can't be bullied into fear. Do you know what I'm trying to get at, and not explaining very well? Where I say when you teach that. You you don't want to transmit just the theory so people repeat it to each other. No, no, no. People have to experience it. You have to have the. Yeah. The, I'm going to say knowing about or knowing. You're talking about knowing. That's what I'm talking about. Knowing yeah. is direct experience. Difference between that and what's happened to the current educational system, where you learn what to memorize. You really have no idea if any of it's true, but you memorize it, and you get supported in doing that, and you fail if you refuse, and you come out ready to make other people believe it, and it, it's everything's there except the knowing. Right. Right. So you're talking so about knowing it. versus knowing about is what we're talking about, and so I'm talking about the six foundations of peace. What is that? Well. You eat in a way, you know, for me it's a uh, 99%, 98% live food, 100% vegan diet. That empowers the energy systems. And when you're not eating meat, you're not taking death in. See, one of my teachers, Sonia Prakashana, said it nicely. He said, when you kill an animal, you create fear and misery and pain. And when you eat that meat, it goes into you. And you get it. Fear, misery, and pain. You, you also bring your animal soul in, and the result is you get to know fear and misery and pain. So when you you know go to a vegan thing, you're you're not, you're, you're much less likely to have that tendency. Okay, can you eat meat and not have that? Yeah, of course, but the tendency is much greater. Okay. And then we talk about that you saw me dancing, and we do the dancing and build the prana, life force. And the more life force, the more kind of internal strength you have. And service and charity. We want to serve the world. So when you start making that heart connection, everything becomes more real in a different way. Then reading the great spiritual literature, working with spiritual friends, spiritual teachers, um, meditating is what we mentioned. And the awakening of the spiritual energy, which is what we just did here. Now, those are really important. Now, the seven, found, 
the sevenfold peace is peace with the body, which I've talked about, peace with the mind by meditation, but also peace with the family. What does that mean? Intimacy, working through your relationships. I did a sacred relationship, but also working through family of origin material, so you're free with that. And so then you can be in relationship in a you know elevating way, where relationship becomes a path, becomes a spiritual path. Marriage is a spiritual path if you take it that way. So and then one of the ahead. things that's been happening with the the fake pandemic stuff and the the new pandemic that they just started in the last week, and with that one. have great hopes for. One one of the things that they've clearly targeted is breaking up families, yeah. partly partly by kidnapping members when they give them a fake test and say you're too sick, we have to kidnap you for your own good. And the other thing is that families have started fighting over whether these things are real or not. And if you're in a family and you're you found out some of what's happening and they all think you're crazy then applying what you just said, harmony in the family, all you can do with that is harmony in how you project to them. You know, don't take part in the conflict. Right. The emotional side of it, I mean. Yeah, and you you want to, you know, have peace. And sometimes peace is at a distance. So you have to get to the right relationship with the family to be at peace whatever that is. It could be 10 miles away, it could be one inch away, but it has to work. You have to feel at peace in that relationship. Right, and and your part of it that you have control over is what you're projecting to them. Right. Not what they're doing or feeling. Well, for sure what you said is true, but also some people, because in my work as a family therapist, they need to be significantly away from their family, meaning, okay, we're going to do once a year or twice a year. Let's see if we can handle this. Because there's so much uh, negative family energy that may come at them if they take a certain position. So you don't so, have to be there in person all the time is what you're saying, right? Exactly. And what I ask people to do is see what works. See the amount of time you can be in that field where you can still feel okay. Exactly. And there's another level of family of the people that you are in harmony with that yes. also exists. Yeah, and you want to build that. That's what I've been doing with the small networks. Right. Local okay. and stuff. Yeah, and then, and then you have peace with the community, which is a little bit overlap with that, but you know, peace with the community and then peace with all cultures. And what, what are the cultures? Well, we have the human culture and all the different human cultures. And we have peace with the animal world right. and the plant world. And Native American called the rock people living planet. So your peace, Olamatakuasa means peace at all four levels. Yeah which is really important, and then peace, spiritual ecology, right relationship. What does that mean? That means you understand that you're part of the living planet. What happens to you happens to the planet. What happens to the planet 
happens to you. So you, you're not being an environmentalist, I want to save the planet, because you say, look, I am the living planet, and I'm taking care of myself as well as the, you know, as, and the planet is part of that. So it's a very different thing, spiritual ecology. And, and so is everybody else. Go ahead. So is everybody else part of it. I mean, one thing that... That's right. That's the point. The rulers want the theme of division. Everybody yeah. against everybody else. And against themselves, which goes to, with that. And yeah. so the opposite of it, what the clue is, is that anything that helps us feel like we're not alien to other people is beneficial. And e- even though I totally agree with setting up the local community as self-sufficient as, and cooperative as possible, long-distance uh, harmony is valuable, too, if you can do it. For sure. Um, well, I mean... Like, what if all the people in America and all the people in Russia were communicating as friends? It would be a lot harder to blow each other up, it seems like. I don't know. Maybe the rulers would still try to do it, but it seems like there would be, it would be harder for them to do that. Well, I have a friend from Slovakia who's I just picked up at the airport, and he's my assistant, and Slovakia borders... Russia. Okay. I mean, Ukraine. Where is Ukraine? Ukraine, right. And there's a lot of pro-Russian feelings, and there's a lot of anti-Russian feelings. Right. Because they're right there, and they're seeing everything that's going on, but they literally could be speaking to each other. And... Yeah, physically. Yeah. And... That is very powerful when that can be done. Um, in the same way, the Arabs, Israeli Arabs and Israeli Jews, right. talking to each other, it's headway. I mean, there, there are actually communities that are mixed communities like that. Yeah. That was one thing that the media and the government really hated about the rallies that Trump had when he was running for president because all different races and beliefs and religions and nationalities were there getting along and generally really being nice to each other and that was like one of the most terrible things according to the media. They had to disprove it. So that was a clue that it's very powerful. And yes. If we help it, it would be good. Yeah, so you know, we've... Uh, you know, I've, I've spoken at some of these Arab, Israeli Arab, Israeli Jew community, and they're making an effort, and it works because you see, you're just people, actually right. people with a common background. Yeah, exactly, and that's stronger than if you have a book or a government or a belief system that says you should kill everybody outside your group, right. which many scriptures have said stuff like that. And it's in conflict with the reality because there, there's not more than one source for people. Right. So, I don't know. Remember in the old days when I didn't, there's legends that people used to write, like they call them letters with these things that had ink in them, pens or pencils on actual paper, and send them off and wait two or three weeks to get an answer. 
and people had pen pals, what they called, between different countries, and they would meet somebody from another culture. And I thought that was great. It needed to spread. That could still happen. Easy. Right. They haven't cut off all email correspondence. Thought it'd be good to step. I, mean, I know it's not going to work. Maybe they have a year or two more. Um, the game they're playing is the David and Goliath game. Before David, the young kid, you know, challenges this giant, um, he completely had scared the whole um, Israel army. Right. And they were just mocking them. Because uh, this shock, awe, and fear type consciousness, is, this is not new. This is going on for thousands of years, right? Right. And, and the Wizard of Oz was doing it, too. What was that? The Wizard of Oz was doing it, too. For yes, yes, yes. And here comes this kid. I, I think he's in his early teens. I don't know exactly what his age was. And he knows God's with him. And he says, you know, are you trying to scare me? You know, I'm going to take care of you. And he, you know, Goliath throws this big spear. It's like a telephone pole at him, you know. And he just ducks it. And he get, picks up some stones and hits him in the third eye, knocks him out, and then, you know, kills him. And then... But that's shock and awe. So the beauty of it was that that inspired all the people uh, to um, defeat. Actually, Goliath had five other brothers. They're all giants. Okay. Right. And to defeat them is because they were just being controlled by shock and awe. But that's exactly what is happening now with the world you know, economic forum and, you know, what's meaning now. It's exactly what's happening. They're, they're basically saying shock and awe and just bow to us. And people aren't doing that. You're not, you're, you're just a Goliath. And we will defeat you. It is a lot like that. And instead of the spear, they're saying, we're not going to let you travel. We're not going to let you eat food. You you can't uncover your face. You can't leave your house. Right. The, the spears, right? Yeah, and people can just not play. Right. So rather than waiting for some amazing leader who's fearless, we want to give the tools to average people like all of us to to realize that fear is optional. And right. why, why would you want to choose to have it? It, it's a, it has no benefit in any situation. And, and that's the point of where I made that whole list is, you know, basically we go knowing our soul is immortal, you know, we're part of the divine, and we're, we can't be stopped. We, we, we can't uh, take, you know, the, the, I don't want to call it the, the, the mark of the beast. We don't have to, because once you take the mark of the beast, you kind of you get you're stuck. 
because it hurts your soul. And so we we can we have to be like David, just like, hey, I'm not afraid of you, and just take care of business. Yeah. So the whole thing is the work you do inside yourself. Right? Yes, because yeah. that's where you're going to come from, no matter what you try to do. Exactly, and you, you don't want to get caught. you got to pay attention. David had to duck the spear that was thrown at him, right? He had to pay attention. Yeah, you can't just ignore everything and feel good that way. But he knew God was with him, and he knew he would win. You know who Richard Mack is, right? The sheriff in the U.S. He's in Arizona. Yes. Constitutional yes. sheriff, CSPOA.org. And he's been on the show several times, and he wrote a book. And it was called, Are You a David? There we go. Exactly. For everybody. Yeah. That's what's needed in today's world. Not to go into fear. Not to go into anxiety. Not to be overwhelmed. Not to be, you know, uh, bullied by shock and honor. Right. So there's several levels you have to work on. You know, if there's things you can do to solidify your survival structure, that would be good to do. But at the same time, the, the priority is getting in touch with who you are. Not, not running around as the fake self who's terrified anymore. Yeah. The truth of who you are is the light of God. And we become, in the big picture, undefeatable. That's right. But you've got to earn it. You, have to, you can't just read it in the book. You have, to, you have to put it into your life. If you're out in a costume on Halloween and you forget and you think you're the costume and you're playing the part of some character, you're not really the character. You're going to take the costume off. And even before you take it off, it's not who you are. Right. So I bless everybody, truly, that we remember who we are that we are this burden to find that we are immortal, our souls are immortal, and we ultimately will win and bring light, love, and beauty back to the planet, to ourselves, to our friends, to our children, and our grandchildren. Several of your projects are going in that direction, right? I mean, yes. Let people know the kind of the overview of yes. what, what things you're offering right now and how to be involved in that. Okay, sorry, I was a little slow. I'm quite up in the. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing a variety of things. You know, uh, the biggest thing is uh, we have <clears throat> a live and liberated with Dr. Gabriel. We actually also have a spiritual nutrition thing. I give. Uh, Biblical teachings. I also have groups in, around the, the world that people join, like Brazil, in Essene groups. That's a teaching level. I have 13 books, which we are actually offering at 50% off right now as we're kind of going into a new phase of things. So, and that includes conscious parenting, which is really important. And into the Nothing, which is my spiritual autobiography, and Spiritual Nutrition, Creating Peace by Being Peace, 
there's a list here, conscious any, and all of them are available at 50% off. Um, What's the website to get that stuff? Um, well, they can go easy. They can go to drcousins.com okay. or they can go to treeofright.mn.co. Uh, that's the that's the list of all the workshops and things. We have a spiritual fasting retreat coming in. We just use a, a meditation retreat. And so we have different things to empower people. That's the, the concept. Yeah. So lots of different workshops. And then you just go to treeoflife.m and there it is. Turn on the thing. <laughs> Thank you. Dot mn dot co. And the book into into the nothing is the spiritual autobiography. It tells the different stories that I've been talking about that are real and in that transformational sense. So we have that, and then I also do a lot of work healing diabetes naturally. There is a cure for diabetes, and you know, I have people here who well, I'll just say that COVID tends to attack the pancreas, and some people who diabetic get really get hit by it. And now we're getting, and had to be put on insulin, whereas before they didn't. Now they're off insulin, and you know it's using the basic principles of, of healing diabetes naturally. There's a cure. That I'm doing in uh, you know a variety of places. We have um, and working in five different African countries. Uh, we have uh, in Cameroon, which has uh, got a lot of conflict uh, fighting going on. We we have um, about fifty organic organic farms now to, that are there to feed the people. Uh, you said that's within Cameroon where the fighting is going on, right? West Africa. Yeah. So how do those farms and communities and family? I, I don't mean to interrupt, but the question just comes yeah. to mind. Um, those are peaceful, cooperative communities that are forming around the farms. Yeah. Are they getting attacked by the people involved in the fighting or are they separate? A little bit. You know, it's hard. Like we have a, a nurse we pay as part of it. And, she goes out on her motor scooter to places. Now she has to have people come to her because she's a little bit more of a target because uh, she's all over the place, you know, helping people. So now people have to come to her space. There are safe spaces there to a certain extent. Okay. And uh, particularly at the farm, I mean, it's not... Uh, it, it, <clears throat> The farmers are making food for the people. The people want to get fed, so that there's a kind of protection. People understand that. The fighters don't want to destroy their own food supply, basically. That's right. That's right. Okay. You know, and it's important that people know they can feed themselves. And, you know, as their food supplies are being shut down in different areas, hey, you're growing your own food. You are actually food independent. You know, and we are doing wells uh, in Nigeria. For example, we have done over 60 wells. Wow. Big you wells, know? like commercial 
size drill. Yeah, it's, it's so, so, so people can, communities can have water. Right. And everybody participates in the, in the, in the construction in different ways. Gotta have clean water, you know, for disease and everything else. Right. So clean water, clean food, those are the basics. Kids have to be fed. So that's kind of the, the way we're approaching it, just the very basics. Uh, and people get it because they, they're living at that level. Yeah. And it makes them feel strong, it makes them feel independent. And literally they are become strong. And yeah, so all the levels go together. You can't. Yes. It doesn't work to just be really spiritual and ignore taking care of your body and things like that. Right. Right. It's 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 a multi level approach. Yeah. That's the key, and that's what we're doing. But people can reach us at you know, uh, dr cousins, you know, dot com or treeoflife.mn.co, and you can. Tune into what's going on. Take the workshops. Listen to uh, the pro, you know the, the weekly programs that I'm doing to, to reach out to people and support people in the different ways. It's really important that all of us try to be a light to the nations. That's what I try to do. Yeah, you know we're trained to think that that's way above the heads of regular people, and the regular people are the ones who have to do it. Yes. Right, like just the biblical and historical heroes. Well, they could be lights to the world, but like we're just regular old people. Yeah, so was David. Yeah, that's just He was a young teenager. <laughs> like, come on. Right. Yeah. When, when, when Sam, Samuel, Prophet Samuel went to his family, they weren't looking for David. They were looking for his other brothers to be the leaders, and they didn't really want to. Yeah. And then they went out in the field and got David and said, yeah, I'm ready. That's so what it takes. Being a regular person doesn't mean you can't do anything. Correct. He was just a farmer, you know. Right. Well, a, teen, a teenager, but a farmer. Everybody's the potential hero. Yeah. And collectively, that's where the power is. Yeah. Exactly. So a lot of this limitation, the only reason we're susceptible to being taken over by a negative power structure is that we've all been hypnotized that we can't be David. That's right. Or the female counterpart to David. I mean, males and females of any kind, any nation, any age, any nationality or religion, they all have the same potential. Yeah. Uh, Deborah is one of them. You know, there's several Jewish women who were warriors, literally. Yeah. And and defeated, seduced, and defeated the different uh, opposing kings. Uh, Anybody can be the spark that starts that and then it spreads. Yeah. Judah, Deborah, yeah. Olga. Anyway, I won't go into the list, but the point I'm making is, yeah, there are definitely women. More than enough. Yeah. So, we can do it. We are doing it. 
that's important. This is the time for it to spread everywhere. Yeah. So I bless everyone that we are ready to have it spread everywhere, and we become the spreaders of the light and the love and the divine sound, and we do that dance and spiritual joy that gets everybody again remembering who they are. Aho, amen, omitakyoasen, shalom, 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 om shanti, shanti, shanti. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. Work on that. My joy. Meet you, meet you back here in a few minutes when it's uh, Tuesday again. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cause it's, I'm gonna, yeah. Time's Very slow. Yeah. Blessings, and Richard, thank you for your good work. May you be blessed that this continues to unfold in a good way. Absolutely, I agree. And um, it's late where you are, so I hope you have a good sleep tonight. Good yeah, it's, it's only 11.20. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to go to bed. So, but I enjoy having the opportunity to share with you and all the people who listen to this program. Exactly. So we've got our homework for this week. Uncover, yeah. uncover who you are. Yeah, that's a little bit of the homework. <laughs> need to keep being our. It's called homework, meaning returning home. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. All right. Have a good rest. Take care. Blessings. Blessings. Take care. Okay, you guys, and I think, you know, there's so much of this subtle conditioning that we started to talk about. We've been programmed that we're nothing, you know, we're these little insignificant people and the Global rulers want to say, well, we have to be taken over and ruled by technocrats like are meeting in Davos right now and World Economic Forum and WHO and all these groups of criminals that the only way a few ins- maliciously insane people like that can control billions of regular people like us is if they convince us we're helpless. And they've done a really good job of that. It just seems like we need to wake up from that now. And I'm talking about all of us, including myself. You know, I'm not coming from any point of having accomplished anything like that at all. I'm just, I guess all I can claim is to realize the importance of it. And it's it's the main thing. Whatever we are doing during the week, our job, our family, our house, taking care of kids, taking care of each other, taking care of parents... Um, working at a job, planting gardens, those are on the physical level. And they're really important, as Dr. Cousins was saying. Because if you don't take care of the physical level things, the the non-physical is a lot harder to get a hold of. Not just what you eat, but everything you do from you know a, a real centered perspective. But the real work that we all have to do, and it's, you know, time's racing by so fast now. It's going to be a week later in 10 minutes, it seems. So we need to value our time. Use it really well. Where are your thoughts? Where are your emotions? Where's your focus? Is your intent to connect into who you are and to connect into God? 
whatever you want to call God, it makes no difference to God. It's like, it's the reality. Priority is to connect into that because we're made out of the same thing. Everything else is fake, but important, but fake. So we have our work to do and um, have to use our time well. I guess that's the main thing. You can stay in touch with Dr. Cousins' work at drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co and Lost Arts Radio at lostartsradio.com. All kinds of feedback are more than welcome on this show or any of our other shows. Uh, we read all the incoming communication and uh, it's appreciated. Main purpose being to take care of yourself. There's a lot of free and educational information on lostartsradio.com. Uh, new articles and videos put up there almost every day, way more than anybody could have time for, but it gives you a lot of choices of what to look at. And um, you know, they're good sources of news. We're not allowed to talk about them, but on these platforms we can. We haven't been censored yet. Uh, many good independent news sources don't waste your time in the mainstream unless occasionally you want to see what the misinformation is. Uh, Infowars is one of the best, and even Congress is trying to get rid of it now. Uh, Alex has put together over the last 28 years an incredible operation. It's just amazing, and they haven't been able to destroy it yet. Uh, no, it's not because he's controlled opposition. He says things that are totally unacceptable, and a lot of uh, bad things have been averted. So I, even though I know I'll be attacked for recommending it, I'd say, and it doesn't mean I agree with Alex on everything, because I don't. Um, he thinks that the basic theory of vaccines, for example, is sound, and I don't. Um, and there's other things like that. But finding points of disagreement is a, a way to discredit people that shouldn't be discredited. Find the good things that each one of them is providing and make use of it in your main work, which is get back away from all this fake identity stuff, away from the ego, away from the defensiveness and the desire to fight about everything and show who's right and who's an idiot. And that's such a waste of um, super valuable time. You know, have kindness to everybody, even the worst people. Hating them is, is a really poor idea because there's, well, this is a long story, but there's a frequency to your emotions and they determine what you can perceive and how everything looks to you. That's why some of the wisest teachers um, have agreed with what is attributed to Jesus and said, love your enemies, love everybody. Um, but some of it is misinterpreted. I'm not... I think that self-defense and taking care and protecting others against attack is really important. But in the end, justice is not as powerful as unconditional love. And the kind of love I'm talking about doesn't make you weak, doesn't make you stupid, it doesn't make you passive, doesn't make you unable to fight or defend yourself or use firearms or anything like that. It's way more powerful. So it's not an idea. The ideas don't go anywhere. It's an experience and it's inside you already. You don't have to find it anywhere. Get in touch inside, recognize your own programming, and we're really going to be looking at that a lot more in uh, the Planetary Healing Club meetings, because 
time is short and the people working for extermination of life on the planet, which is their goal in, in my perception, um, they're accelerating because they're worried you might wake up and they know you're an incredible, unstoppable, limitless p- power, not you as a little ego, but what can flow through you. If you get back in touch with that, they're really worried about that. So they're accelerating. So it means use our time. You know, don't hate anybody at all, no matter how bad you think they are. Because your 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 consciousness is what's going to enable you to get in touch with everything. And hatred is the wrong frequency. Awareness is important, but not hatred. So I won't belabor that point too much, but that's what we're working on in Planetary Healing Club. You're welcome there. PlanetaryHealingClub.com and our, our main material with the Sunday shows and all the other stuff that we've got on it is uh, LostArtsRadio.com. All commercial free. If you want to support it and keep it on the air, that'd be great. If you have the resources, uh, donate at LostArtsRadio.com or subscribe star link. They're both available on the site. Soon it'll be possible in Bitcoin, maybe this week. And because uh, I haven't figured out how to do this without money yet. When I do, it's great. We'll have it all free. But right now, we have projects on hold uh, because of waiting for funding. And I'm not going to do anything that feels shady. It just, you know, it's not a good thing for anybody to do. Once you learn that, um, you're really particular. But money's a medium of exchange. And if you want to donate to our work, that would be appreciated. Otherwise, share the links. And uh, the main priority being, whether you do it with us or with anybody else or with yourself, uh, help yourself. It's the most generous thing you can do to everybody else. Get your health back as much as you can. Learn about the natural alternatives to poisonous medicine and uh, become strong and clear. That That's serving everybody else around you and everybody else in general. So I think that was it that I wanted to say. Thinking whether there's anything else there. Um, watch our site lostartsradio.com because we'll have announcements of upcoming shows and we've got some incredible guests um, amazing people that I thought some of whom I thought we couldn't even get in touch with which whom we're now reaching and they want to come on the show and um, we're going to have some amazing discussions and it's all meant not for just entertainment although I hope it's kind of entertaining too but the, the mission is to help you uh, become self-aware and make the globalists' fears come true and it will help even them to stop being their fake selves and the destroy the world thing, they can drop that. And uh, time to stop thinking that's impossible. We need to do it now. So see what you can do. Use your time well. And I look forward to seeing you back here next week. Take it easy.